The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to episode number 37 of the Mr. Nelson Show. That's right, episode 37. So get ready for a slice of Nelson heaven. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but, well, uh, I guess I'll report that the winner of this week is easily once again Mr. Donald Trump. Oh, Dad, that's, I'm so sick of hearing that. What does he win? An award for being nasty, good lord. He wins for being a winner, because that's what he is, goddammit. And yeah, Mr. Nelson's right. He's winning every week, you stupid little... Well, I better not say that. Yeah, you better not. I know what you were thinking. Shut up, goddammit. The truth is, he's been winning all along, because he knows how to be a winner. He's been kicking ass and taking names. He's going to make America great again, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. That's all she wrote. Well, interestingly enough, Red, uh, the ass-kicking has been coming from the other side, uh, literally, uh, because uh, every time Trump holds a rally, these idiots run out there with their Mexican flags and whatnot and uh, attack uh, his, uh, his, his, uh, his troops and followers or uh, what have you, uh, people who just came to see him even, you know, and uh, they get assaulted by these guys. Which uh, is pretty stupid when uh, Trump was saying, you know, they're bringing crime and rape and all that. And then you come out and act all violent like that. And that kind of makes his argument. Uh, it's just not... Uh, what do you mean, though? He's... You're missing the whole point, Nelson. He's responsible for this because of his violent tone and words. And that's what conjures all this violent reaction because these people are frightened by what he means and what it could be if he becomes president. And they have to fight back no matter what way and I don't condone what they did don't get me wrong but my god he's ignited this whole turmoil so basically you're like some guy telling a woman who just got raped well what did you expect you're wearing a Trump t-shirt no, no I'm so tired of hearing that my god. well you gotta follow the logic lefty alright there's no such thing as logic in the left world, is there, lefty? I'd like to see him try to punch me one and throw an egg in my face. Oh, God damn, that'd be a different story right there. Actually, uh, Red, uh, doing mostly nothing has probably worked in their favor. So as long as the Trump supporters can uh, be seen as the victims here, which in this case they are, <laughs> it's going to work uh, in their favor. Because uh, uh, with each uh, punch... Uh, Trump gains a new voter. Oh, it's God. like uh, when uh, Clarence said that every time a bell rings, an angel gets a new wing, set of wings, you know? Uh, or they get their wings, however that went. Anyway, uh, so every time a, a leftist or an illegal alien throws a punch at a Trump supporter, <laughs> Trump wins over another voter. Because, you know, I never would have thought that Trump could be seen as a martyr. Oh, but the left found a way. They found a way. Look, I'm just going to put it out there. He breeds violence, and this is the result. It's his fault. I mean, I don't know how you can see it that way. So there. Yeah. That ain't violence. That's just telling the truth. Good God Almighty, you're going to tell me that telling the truth is now some kind of physical assault? Guess again, my friend. You're going to hear the truth whether you like it or not. That's all she wrote. But whose truth, Red? Whose truth? I think that's the real story. 
Yeah, Lefty, you're missing the point here. And uh, the point I'm making would actually be to your benefit, because you're not helping yourselves when you uh, send a bunch of thugs up there to beat up on Trump supporters. It's just not going to work out well for you. Uh, Especially when you're claiming to be the more compassionate and uh, peaceful side. Uh, But I I mean, I mentioned uh, It's a Wonderful Life with the angels getting their wings at a bell. Uh, Perhaps uh, a better movie to illustrate the point would be Star Wars, where, uh, you know, where uh, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan one were fighting, and Obi-Wan warned Darth Vader that if he killed him, uh, he'd become more powerful. What? What are you even talking about? You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Yeah, see? He tried to warn him, but he wouldn't listen. Yeah, you know, I've seen the movie, Mr. Nelson, and I also know that he cuts him down to size and wins, so I mean, I don't see your point at all. Yeah, he wins the saber fight, but he, I mean, they go on to blow up the Death Star. He, uh, uh, Obi-Wan becomes a powerful force spirit thing, whatever. And he, uh, he, he's able to use Luke Skywalker to win the whole damn war. And, uh, ultimately, Darth Vader's defeated. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, with each strike, Trump closes in on the White House. Yeah, I don't really follow you either, Nelson, but if you're saying that Trump's gonna win, then I'm in. Yeah, it's, that's pretty much what I said. Yeah, enough of that crap. It's time to move on with my hero of the week. What? We already did that. That was last week. This is a new week, so I have to do a new hero of the week. I think that, that was a good segment, and I want to keep doing it. So I, you know, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, all right. Uh, you can do your hero of the week. Yes. And, of course, in all this hatred and uh, just complete clumsiness of word and tone and manner, which won't play well on the world stage, someone spoke to what's really needed, and that's called experience. I'm talking of our hero of the week, and that is Hillary Rotham Clinton. That's right, the next president of the United States. Learn it, live it, love it. Because it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Experience? Experience in what? Being a complete screw-up? Experience in what? You know, I mean, come on. Her only experience is learning how to look the other way while her husband gets some. You always got to go there. It just proves that you don't have much of an argument at all. Well, I know when she set the whole Middle East on fire. It's always been that way. Yep, yeah, it's worse now. She pulled gasoline on fire. And then what about that button she made the Russians push? All that did was send them into that tub. Oh, the, uh, what, what, that, that, that crane place. Yeah, you mean the Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, right. They invaded that country, and that's all because she was no good. Well, fat lot of good is going to do the criticize Russia when Donald Trump just thinks Putin is just the bee's knees. I'm not going to sit around here and listen to our future president be insulted like that. Well, you know where the door is, Red. Now, I'm going to continue on with my hero of the week, Hillary Rotten Clinton. Oh, God damn, I need to go take a shit. Yeah, by all means. Uh, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, attitude and crudeness of my co-host, Red Neckerton. But uh, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. And this is the type of example of the people we have to deal with. Because, yes, Hillary's going to have to deal with people like that everywhere, but I think she can. 
I think she will. And why? Well, that's what I prepared for you uh, on this particular episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. A little essay that I wrote for Hillary Rotham Clinton. Yes. Yes. Why is she going to be president and why should she be? Well... It's all because of the very simple fact of which I personally discovered is that Hillary expresses a certain kind of... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Man pooped on self-checkout scanner. A judge ordered an Ohio man to stay away from the Kroger store where he allegedly stripped naked and defecated on a self-checkout scanner. Colin Murphy, 23, was arrested early Sunday following a repulsive incident inside the Kroger Market in the Hyde Park neighborhood of Cincinnati, where Murphy lives. According to criminal complaints, Murphy entered the Kroger and stripped naked in front of a male employee. The suspect, police noted, smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech, and staggered as he walked. After disrobing, Murphy defecated on you, scan it, investigators allege. Murphy, who lives less than two miles from the Kroger, was arrested on disorderly conduct and public indecency charges. During a court appearance Monday, a judge set Murphy's bail at $2,000 and barred him from returning to the soiled Kroger. And then there's this. Utah cops arrest creepy bail of the balls on public lewdness charge. A Utah man arrested yesterday for running around naked with bells attached to his genitals, explained to police that his lewd display was done to prompt a reaction from witnesses. Keith Allen Beck, 64, was arrested Thursday by Utah County Sheriff's Office deputies responding to a report of a naked man near the Diamond Fork Canyon Hot Springs in Spanish Fork, a city about 10 miles south of Provo. According to cops, several underage witnesses described Beck's naked gallivanting. When deputies confronted Beck near the trailhead's parking lot, he was dressed. However, Beck did not deny the accounts of the miners and said that he just likes doing what witnesses described to see their reaction. Beck was cited for lewdness involving a child, a misdemeanor. <laughs> Probably should be a little more than that. Beck's rap sheet includes a 2005 conviction for exposing himself to a female restaurant employee while ordering food. It is unknown whether police confiscated Beck's bells as evidence. Well, perhaps they should uh, confiscate his balls and that might cure him of this deranged hobby of his. Yes, yes, yes. Elsewhere, a woman wearing a Stop Domestic Violence t-shirt was arrested on domestic violence charges after firing her gun during an argument with her husband inside the couple's main home. Emily Wilson, 38, was arrested last week following a confrontation with her spouse, Kyle, over whether he was having an affair. During the argument, investigators allege, Wilson waved a handgun and fired a shot into the couple's bed. Wilson, a high school teacher, was subsequently arrested when police responded to a 911 call replaced by her husband. A criminal complaint filed against Wilson charges her with a pair of crimes, domestic violence reckless conduct with a dangerous weapon and domestic violence assault. Wilson is free on $200 bail in advance of a June 6 court appearance. So it's like the saying goes in the case of a t-shirt, just like a book cover. Never judge one by its cover. (laughs) 
A South Carolina man was arrested yesterday after applying for a loan so that he could purchase methamphetamine. According to a police report, Grady Carson, 58, went to a Carolina title loans office in Spartanburg to secure a loan against his automobile. According to its website, the loan company provides fast cash to deal with an unexpected expense and charges interest rates that begin at 96%. A Carolina title loans employee told cops that Carson, who was pacing as he filled out paperwork, told her he needed the money to purchase some meth. Since her manager was at another store, the worker faxed a help letter to the second employee who contacted cops. When officers arrived at the loan business, Carson was handcuffed and a search of his pockets turned up a glass container with the off-white rock-like substance inside. Carson, cops noted, stated it was cocaine, but he was not going to smoke it because he did meth. Oh, well, you gotta let him go then, right? <laughs> no such luck. Carson was charged with narcotics possession and booked into the county jail. He was released from custody around 4.40 a.m. Well, good luck with your future endeavors, Grady. <laughs> That's the news. Up next, another exciting episode of Night Night, followed by Star Trucking. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, would you like a little more Mr. Nelson? <laughs> you know you do. So head over to my store at society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. There you'll find selections of my artwork, which can be printed on, yeah, prints, but also t-shirts, throw pillows, mugs, tumblers, tote bags, and clocks, and iPhone and iPod cases, stuff like that. Also, hoodies, v-neck t-shirts, all kinds of t-shirts. Yes, that's right. Even long-sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. Yes, you can get the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt, even the Bob Levy Show t-shirt, and all kinds of other Nelson artwork printed on a shirt. And, of course, with that throw pillow, you can even sleep with me. <laughs> so why don't you head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society, the number six, dot com slash M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Thursday, June 16th, Friday, June 17th, and Saturday, June 18th. See the Reverend Bob Levy and friends at an 8 p.m. show at the Funny Stop Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Tickets and info at funnystop.com. Friday, June 24th, 8 p.m. show. See the Reverend Bob Levy with Ed McGonigal at Mays Landing Country Club in Mays Landing, New Jersey. Dinner at 6 p.m., comedy show at 8 p.m. Call 609-652-9500 for tickets. Saturday, July 9th, see Joe Conti, 9 p.m. show at Jackie Keelan's in Keensburg, New Jersey. $10 tickets online, $15 that night at the door. Tickets and more info at july9thcomedy.eventbrite.com or simply go to jogati.com. There's a new drug on the street. What do we got? Junkies dropping like flies. So, uh, I was, you know, a nine-to-fiver, pushing poo, when I thought, hey, there's got to be another way. I, I can't stop, man. 
This crack's a whack. Don't be a pussy. Crack is crack. No, man. Once you've had plumber's crack, you never go back. Plumber's crack. He was a mild-mannered plumber, but behind the scenes, he was a drug lord puppet master of the mean streets of Philadelphia. So, I had all this coke and I thought, hey, let's see what some Drano will do. My God, the whole city has become a turd stuck between the cheeks of plumber's crack. I, I suck your dick. I, I'll eat your ass. I, I swallow your hairy sack for some plumber's crack. <laughs> <laughs> Plumber's Crack Rated R Uh, This is Bubo from Night Night Uh, And you're listening to The Mr. Nelson Show It's a typical day in Cityopolis at City Hall, and just outside the commissioner's office, we find our heroes, Night Night and Bubo, questioning a certain man. All right, sir. Take a long look at this photograph of this poor woman found dead in a ditch. Anything familiar about her? What? Oh, my God. Is that my little Susie? (laughs) now boobo all right sir no 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 that's not your daughter this is just some other crime photo from some other case but uh i had to eliminate you as a possible suspect in your daughter's disappearance and based on your reaction i'd say you passed the test what You assholes, you're inhuman. Crime is a terrible, rough-and-tumble business, and it's not for the weak need, sir. Night-night, Bubo! Get your asses in my office right now! Damn it, Night-night. Just when I think you can't sink any lower, here you go. You proved me wrong again. That poor man's been suffering for six months now since his daughter went missing. Six months, huh? Well, that just proves that your methods are ineffective. Clearly a more creative and talented mind is required. While you sit here and piddle about on the taxpayer's dime. Yeah, I guess I'm a lazy asshole because I just won't bring myself to uh, torture a grieving father. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of laziness, just when were you going to get around to informing me that Snakehead has been released from prison? Well, obviously you found out anyway. Besides, I thought you were the creative and talented one. Gee, what do you need a lazy piddler like me for? Excellent point, wet one. After all, it's clearly your incompetence that must have led to the sudden missing evidence and witnesses that led to Snakehead's release. Had I been brought into the loop, this might not have occurred. Yeah, yeah, you know, for your information, we actually have right now an informant... 
Wait, what? An informant? There, there, Where? Who is this Just person? Get I need to be brought in so they can have the utmost protection so that he doesn't go missing as well. No, 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 no. Just, just get, get your pantyhills asses out of here while I sit back and uh, lazily piddle about in my office. Get out of here, night-night. Get! And later, back outside City Hall within the night cruiser. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we got nothing to do, night-night. So, uh, now we can head over to the Tasty Freeze and get me a chocolate fudge sundae. No, Bobo. What? Well, you promised an agonage. No, shut up. We're going to go around back and wait a few minutes as Commissioner Wetwin goes home. And then we've got work to do. And so, a few minutes later, we can find our masked marvels scaling the wall of City Hall. I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, climbing up the side of the building on ropes and stuff. That's stupid. We could have just gone in, taken the elevator, and walked in the front door. No, you idiot. We have to be stealthy. No one can know we're going into the commissioner's office. Um, that's breaking and entering night night. That's a big no-no. <laughs> Boobo, damn you. An even bigger injustice is denying Cityopolis the talents and brilliance of this town's, maybe even this nation, nay, the world, the greatest detective mind. Who the hell's that? Me, you idiot. Now, let's get to the commissioner's computer. Let's see, uh... Uh-oh, we're locked in. We don't have the password. Oh, well, there went that idea. No, Bobo. I simply need to upload my night-night anti-firewall virus. Well, I can mess up the whole police department's computers. Well, let that be a lesson to them, Bobo. Had they simply involved me, this ordeal wouldn't have happened. Yet another example of their incompetence. So I... Wait, uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait, this one. It says informant. That's gotta be the one. Go by the dates, and uh, yes, here he is a former member of Snakehead's gang, Sanford Frico. Mm, he's staying at the Notel Motel. All right, that's our target, Bubo. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's here in this folder? <laughs> Look, it's those nude pictures of Zarzillion. If only he knew that supermodel Zarzillion is really moon made. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, wow. Some of these I hadn't seen. Yeah, God it's a good God. thing she didn't activate her superpowers because her glowing butt would have blinded the camera. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right Bobo, settle down there. Yeah, but look. Looks like Commissioner had this this cartoon hand uh, animated GIF thing spank her ass. <laughs> uh, well, you think you know somebody. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough of that, Bobo. Let's go. We've got a mission to achieve. But first, let's download those files. The informants? Yeah, that too. And later at Club Night. Oh, man, why y'all gotta walk through the front door dressed up like that? We would have gone around back, Spentley, but time is of the essence. You, know, you need to slip back to the back office and uh, grab an extra uh, weapon satchel for Bubo. Oh, man. What y'all up to this time? The police have an informant from the Snakehead Gang. They've got him in witness protective custody at the No-Tell Motel, but we don't believe that's sufficient. So we will go and get him and bring him to a safe house of our own with night-night protection. The commissioner, uh, he's okay with all this? No, Nightmare's just doing it on his own. Shut up, Bobo. 
Commissioner has already proven his incompetence in this by losing evidence and witnesses that resulted in Snakehead's early release. Oh, man. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to our masked marbles, a shady character is eavesdropping on their conversation. And then he pulls out his phone. Hey, boss. Seems like Night Night Boobo just spilled on the location of San Francisco. Excellent. I'll keep following you. And when you confirm that it is the San Francisco, get rid of him. Okay, boss. And later at the Notel Motel. Hey, what is this? Mr. Frico, I am Night Night. And I'm Boobo. Shut up, Boobo. We're here to take you into protective custody. Well, uh, uh, this is where the police put me to keep me out of harm's way. Yes, but they're insufficient and incompetent morons. You'll be safer with us. I don't know. I think I ought to stay here. Don't be an idiot. The way things are going, you'll be dead within minutes if you stay here. Well, all right. And minutes later, outside, as our heroes and their burden approach the night cruiser. Keep your eyes peeled, Bobo. Every nook and cranny can be the possible nest of an assassin. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, oh shit, Bobo. You got Freako shot. I didn't shoot him. I don't even have a gun. No, you idiot. My God. We're in serious trouble, Bobo. Oh, we managed to get him shot within seconds of bringing him in our custody. You're in trouble? What about me? I'm the one who's been shot. Give me to the hospital. We've got to act fast, I know. I'll call the night cruiser over here by remote control. It's just a few steps away, we can make it on foot. No, Bobo, time is of the essence. And so, Night Night activates the remote control device that brings the night cruiser roaring to their position. Unfortunately, it runs over San Francisco's wounded body, damaging it even more than the assassin's bullets did. Oh, oh shit, Bobo! Oh, no, I told you! Shut up, Bobo, damn it! Ned boss. I don't think we gotta worry about Freako no more. Is this true? Have Night Night and Bubo just made things worse? Yeah, they did, but let's see how they fix it next week in another exciting episode of Night Night. been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? The Game Show Show and Stuff is moving from the radio to the internet. The Game Show Show and Stuff on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Starting mid-May. Where we can say, we or flaps, and you, plus, knows, also, gobbler. And let's not forget, the... The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Oh. 
He grabs it from the LeBron, and then he goes, ha ha. <laughs> to a fucking dog. Are you proud of yourself? You outsmarted a fucking five-year-old puggle that was laying on a big fucking pillow. When he falls asleep, I put his paw on his ass. <laughs> he put his paw on fucking warm water. I could, when I heard him go, ha ha, I was like, no. I, I, I thought maybe the dog might have said that. Uh, there's no way I thought it was fucking Kenzel. No, Kenzel, what he does, he takes a uh, little shaving cream, puts it in the dog's paw, and then tickles his face. <laughs> Not that trick again, Kenzel. <laughs> uh, Kenzel's plumbing, heating, and dog teasing. The Bob Levy Show from RadioMisfits.com In space, no one can hear... I stand corrected. Hey gang, it's Mr. Nelson again. Hey, you like sci-fi movies and outer space adventures? Well, now you can watch one with me. Our film is called Cosmos, War of the Planets. It was Italy's answer to Star Wars, but for some reason it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting. Or maybe it was just the fact that the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars, John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing if you lose out to Sean Connery, or maybe even Roger Moore. But George Lazenby? <laughs> oh, well. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson. Want to get away from it all? Well, you can't lose with Asian Airlines, because hey, you never know where you'll end up. Hell, we don't either. Now, Nelson Studios presents a labor of obsession and a colossal waste of time. Star Trucking: The Adventures of Bubba Stargon. The crew of the starship Edsel, Bubba Stargon, Mister Spot, and Doctor Lenny Hadfield affectionately known as Booze, have taken on two stowaways. A young woman who goes by the name of Reptilian Lear and her small cat, Floyd. Miss Lear claims to be the daughter of legendary Dr. Saurus Lear, a brilliant astrophysicist who apparently has been kidnapped by the Martians and is being held prisoner there on Mars. Reptilian Lear, in a desperate move, has stowed away on the Edsel in the hopes of somehow finding a way to rescue her. Little does anyone know, though, that her cat, Floyd, has managed to get a message out to a mysterious figure known as Bo. Our story now opens as Bubba entertains young Miss Lear in his cabin. So what's a girl like you doing hanging around a bunch of assholes like those guys from Deimos? Well, ever since my father was abducted, I ended up being stranded on Pluto. And my only means of getting off that hellhole was to agree to become a concubine in the harems of Deimos. 
Arabs, huh? What's with those guys? Are they too cheap for, like, uh, I don't know, sex droids? Well, of course, most sex droids have been outlawed since the robot wars. Eh? Years ago, my father fought in the robot wars, alongside the legendary Captain Void as a member of his crew aboard the starship Milky Way. Who now? What? Uh, I don't know any of that. You're not much on history, are you? I've got to admit, it was never my favorite subject. My favorite subject was biology. What the hell? What's going on? Bubba, I believe we're under attack from pirates. And in the control cab of the Edsel. Damn it, why is everyone after my shit? I don't think these pirates are aware, Bubba, that we are hauling nearly 2,000 tons of manure. Spaceship hauler, this is the pirate captain. Prepare to be boarded and give up your shit. Is this the end of the road for our heroes? Find out in the next exciting episode of Star Truckin'. The Adventures of Bubba Stargon. Well, this was a short episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Uh, I kept getting interrupted, uh, most notably by uh, thunderstorms that was playing around with my electricity. And uh, without that, you can't do much of a podcast without electricity. Try it. You'll see how far you get. You won't get far at all. So uh, this is what I've got this week. Uh, But anyway, as I was recording this show and putting it together, uh, the great boxer Muhammad Ali has passed away. Uh, He's been suffering a long time with uh, Parkinson's disease, and you could uh, see the... uh, the the magnitude uh, that it uh, the effects it had on him. Uh, so uh, whenever there's something a long illness like that and someone passes away, you, you can take some amount of solace in that uh, his suffering is over. But of course, uh, condolences to his uh, friends and family. And uh, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Cassius Clay. Huh? Yeah. So long, Muhammad. All right. Um, Hopefully, we'll have some more next week. Uh, there's there's another uh, Bob Levy show in the hopper that should debut Monday, but due to my electrical problems, it was uh, going to include uh, another interview with that uh, guy who writes the books about uh, Brittany Murphy and Nicole Smith supposedly being murdered or whatever. And uh, But uh, he's just an interesting character, so we wanted to have him back on the show. Uh, but uh, couldn't get to him because of like the uh, uh, storms knocking out my power and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully we can get to him on Monday, and then uh, that other Bob Levy show will drop there. Uh, as for the rest of the show, it's all done. It's just sitting on my computer files. Uh, but uh, yeah, so look forward to that one way or the other. And uh, we'll see what happens there. All right. Good night, everybody. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. Okey-doke.